this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or a bag or sandals and do not greet anyone on the road. When you enter a house, first say, peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. Stay there, eating and drinking whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. When you enter a town and you are welcomed, eat what is offered to you, heal those who were ill and tell them the kingdom of God has come near you. But when you enter a town and you are not welcomed, go into the streets and say, even the dust of your town we wipe from our feet as a warning to you. Yet be sure of this, the kingdom of God has come near. From verse 17. The 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. At that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. This is the word of the Lord. Lord, as we share in song and laughter, may we know your joy. And as we go out today, may we share your peace. Amen. Take a deep breath. Relax. Breathe in. Be conscious of that in-breath. Right down into your lungs, into your belly. And then, no, I know you can't, but uh, as deep as, as you can. Breathe in and slowly breathe out. Breathing is really important. Of course, without breathing, we're done for it. And of course, if our breathing gets irregular or um, difficult, then life becomes very difficult. Those with asthma attacks who know about asthma know the difficulty of something that is so taken for granted being a struggle. Breathing. And today, I think, I want to use that image to describe the breathing of the church. The breathing in and out of the church. The church, that's you and me, it's not some institution, it's not Tavistock Place or um, Canterbury Cathedral or whatever. It is the people of God ordinary Christians gathered wherever they may be. And we are here to breathe in the Spirit of Christ and breathe out 
the peace and love of Christ into our world. We breathe in as we share in worship that word of love that God gives us, that blessing, that spirit that brings the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, and all the rest. And then we breathe out. The church goes outwards, takes that love and peace of God into everyday lives and invites others to come and breathe in that love of God. And that rhythm of breathing in the peace and joy and love of God and breathing out that love goes on week by week, Sunday by Sunday, day by day, moment by moment, as Christians live out their Christian life and their human life. And sometimes as Christians we get that rhythm out of balance. Perhaps we get too much attention to gathering and for worship and breathing in. We keep breathing in. We don't let it out. Or perhaps we get so involved with activism and doing, doing good stuff in our community and in our daily lives that we forget to breathe in for ourselves that love and joy and peace of God. Our gospel reading, and as we heard it in two parts, has that rhythm about it. It starts with breathing out. Jesus sends out the 72 in uh, an earlier chapter, Jesus had appointed 12 apostles and he sent them out in chapter 9 of Luke's Gospel in a very similar mission. And now that 12 has become 72 disciples, 6 times 12, I think I make it, there's been growth. There's been others added in as laborers for this massive harvest that has so few people to gather it in. And we know nothing about those 72. Don't know their names, how they came to follow Jesus, but they played their part. And Jesus trusted them with his work, with his work of proclaiming the kingdom, taking the kingdom of peace and healing to the ordinary places around them. And that first thing that they have to do is say those words, pray those words, peace to this house. At the end of uh, Jesus' last week in John's Gospel, he says, Peace is my parting gift to you, such peace as the world cannot give. And we know that is true in our conflict-ridden world, our divided world. It is only Christ who can bring that true peace of God that passes all understanding. And Christ knows that that peace can be rejected it isn't forced on people. It's not the Roman peace that was forced by crucifixion on unwilling subjects. 
This is an offer of peace that can flow into people's lives. And that freedom to, to accept or reject is crucial. We have at times made religion manipulative, and that is not the way of Jesus. Just take that peace, take that kingdom message wherever, to whoever. And you might be surprised. It might be accepted by people that you expect will reject it and rejected by those who you would think, assume, would be on board. Reconnecting people. It's a healing ministry and it's a kingdom ministry, a ministry of justice and peace. There's a glorious hymn by Brian Wren that expresses that, that sense that God isn't here to impose his peace on us, but to offer his peace. And it has these words. It begins, great God, your love has called us here as we by love, for love, were made. Great God, in Christ you call our name and then receive us as your own, not through some merit, right or claim, but by your gracious love alone. We strain to glimpse your mercy seat and find you kneeling at our feet. Then take the towel and break the bread and humble us and call us friends, suffer and serve till all are fed and show how grandly love intends to work till all creation sings, to fill all worlds, to crown all things. Think about your breathing, your Christian breathing, the breath of Jesus, the breath of the Spirit. And breathe in that freely given love and peace of God in Christ and breathe out that love into this world of such great beauty and such great need.